Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I'm here with Kayla Grace to talk about her journey so far and her new single, Realign. Hi Kayla, how are you today? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Thanks how so are you? much for joining us. Thank you. I'm very good, thank you. Um, where are you joining us from? Um, Watford, so Watford. just outside of London. So yeah. you're literally, <laughs> literally next door to me. Oh really, where yeah, are you? I'm in King's Angley. Oh wow, Literally okay. next door, yeah. Very close. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Home to like, we're both near Harry Potter world, right? Yeah. That's what I always say to people because they don't know what Watford is. Yeah. <laughs> Or its surrounding towns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so that's so true. <laughs> okay. Um. So first of all, like, what what have you been up to? Like the last year, I suppose, as we're coming to the end of it. Like, what what have you been focusing on? What have, what have you been up to? We are coming to the end of it. That's crazy. I, know, I was yeah. like, no, oh, <laughs> November. Wow. I know. Um. Okay. So this year, at the start of this year, it had been. A while of writing a lot of songs and I hadn't been able to put any out and I was getting really annoyed about that so I kind of just wrote this big email to like my whole team and I was like guys I'm putting music out this year I don't care what you say mm-hmm. these are my favorites and we can all choose and then I sent that email and then like from there they were like okay and we like got the plan together and I was like okay let's tell them <laughs> yeah kick up the bum um so yeah, we we were just kind of like planning things, taking pictures for the songs. And yeah, we've put two out. Um nice. Which is really exciting. And we kind of know like what the next few are. Like things are like a bit more planned ahead, which is nice because I think with music it can be a bit crazy. Like sometimes they're just kind of waiting for like a viral moment or something mm. and then you like go off of that. But I just wanted it to like feel like an actual cohesive like first yeah. EP that like made sense to me yeah um so yeah just a lot of writing really and then like shows and stuff like that I'm trying to think I've done some cool support shows this year which is really fun because I hadn't really done any of that last year or That's like cool, before yeah. that ever who, who did you support um so I did a couple shows with Baby Queen and she's so so sick so that was really exciting nice um and then, yeah, I've literally just got back from doing a tour with um, a guy called Charlie Hickey. He's um, on Phoebe Bridges' like label, like Satis- wow. Satisfactory Records. He's like from LA. He's so sweet, though. He was so like American, but like very <laughs> humble and lovely. So that was really fun as well. Oh, good. Um, yeah, you've been yeah. busy then. Very busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty busy. Cool. But. Um, it's so fun I love it I love playing shows I yeah. actually like weirdly people often like don't like the idea of being a support because you're kind of like among their fans and mm. you know you feel like you're but I actually really like the fact that like no one knows who I am because it feels yeah. like um I don't know it feels like fun it reminds me of like school shows mm. where you're like you can like present yourself however you want and they're like okay yeah and it's good as well like because even though you know that they aren't there exactly to see you they still have to listen to you so yeah exactly <laughs> it's like a captive audience yeah. I'm like you can't leave so here's my songs <laughs> that's great yeah yeah it's um, fun so um what what did you do before uh, music when what made what was your realization that music was what you wanted to do or is it something that you've always always done um I did like 
business I didn't do I did a levels I didn't do music at a level I did like business studies film and English which is very random wow but um I loved business and I was going to do business at uni um for a while to be honest like I was very very close to doing that um I don't know why I loved it it was kind of nerdy of me but I was just I knew I had some kind of like entrepreneurial side to me where I like Mm. wanted to like make something that was mine which retrospectively it was probably like my internal calling to like be an artist but at the time Mm. I I was like I didn't really understand the concept of like an artist project being like a brand so I was just like no like I need to start a business but I didn't know what for you know so yeah (laughs) but I still just wanted to do business and then I think like I applied to some questionable music unis and I'm I got a call like probably a few days around the time I was like deciding whether to do business or music and yeah I got a call about like um a scholarship that I'd won so I was like okay I don't know if I believe in signs but this might be one (laughs) yeah so I was like wow okay fun so I'll do music and then I kind of since that haven't looked back (laughs) which is yeah I guess a good thing um yeah because I don't, I'm not like, oh, I wish I did business. <laughs> like, I'm just like, yeah, okay, this was right. Where and I still feel like, yeah, it feels really businessy anyway, to be honest. Like the behind the scenes stuff is like giving yeah. me what the nerd thing I would have wanted from a business degree. So yeah. yeah. Best of best of both worlds then, eh? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I watched the Hannah Montana movie the other day. <laughs> did I you? Watched it. I was, I was like, wow, this explains yeah. a lot about me. <laughs> that's so funny um yeah yeah so what what in what inspires you to write um like do you write off like your own experiences do you write off other people's do you make stuff up and like write? I know you know do you know what I mean yeah I feel like I know some artists that do like they love that you can just write about literally anything like I feel like it's Billie Eilish that says like Mm. you don't have to have been through something to write about it and I really I do look up to that but like for me I feel like writing is like something that I don't even like intend to do this sounds so pretentious but like (laughs) I genuinely like if I'm feeling any kind of intense emotion I've never learned to express that healthily so like now like my healthy version of doing that is to like write a song because I'm just like ah like get Mm, out yeah like even last night like I think I was just exhausted from the tour but I was on the way home and I was getting so stressed I was just like I was just like crying on the tube and like as soon as I got home like instead of like saying hey to my family I was just ran to my room and I was like voice note over and I picked my guitar up and I was like no no like yeah just oh my god if people could hear my voice it would be mortifying (laughs) Um, but yeah I just kind of I just had to like document that feeling I guess mm. to like go back yeah. to it because I feel like I bury stuff otherwise and never like yeah explore myself or whatever but yeah I always write about like my own experiences and mm. like things in my life I guess like I've got yeah. a song um, that's not out yet but um, it's about a guy that I lived with who's <laughs> like a compulsive liar. Oh no. Um, and like in a fun way though, like really <laughs> oh. creative lies. Yeah. But like, how like, did you the, come up I with guess that? The emotion was like I was like mildly frustrated, but I also like adore this guy. Like he's such a good friend. So it was like oh, okay. really hard to like oh. I, I don't know, like do do compulsive lies know the lies? I don't know. It was kind of this whole like debate in my head. Wow. But yeah, I was like, you've given me some entertaining lyrics, so <laughs> Do you know what? I'm actually looking forward to hearing that one. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) going to be interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
Who who did you grow up listening to and who who is like your idol, your inspiration? Who do you get that from? Um, so I grew up listening to like a lot of my dad's favorite bands, which were kind of random bands. It was like Smile Empty Soul was one of them. Mm. Um, Seether and like Breaking Benjamin. I feel like some people in the States might recognize those names, but like no one that I ever tell is like, oh yeah, mm. they're just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But that was what I listened to as a kid and that was very much like alt rock. So I kind of got that thing like drilled into me. And then mm. when I was like listening to what I wanted to, I would buy like pop CDs. Like um, now that's what I call music. And yeah, stuff like yeah. Those. Loved them. But then I was just obsessed with like Ed Sheeran and... I don't know, yeah. Taylor Swift and Jesse J or something. But then like I when I kind Jesse of J. started to understand like the concept of like people's albums and like bodies of work and like the kind of sound that an artist will have that's mm. like very them. Um yeah, that's when I was like in my teenage years, like discovering, I don't know, like I had like a nineties grunge rock phase. So I was obsessed with like Courtney Love and all the different bands oh, wow, she was yeah. in, and then like the distillers and like Nirvana. Mm. And then I discovered the 1975. Oh. Uh, I haven't looked back since then because wow, wow, yeah, I love <laughs> that changed my life. Um, I, I read actually that you you had support from Matty Healy. Um, yeah, I did a cover. It's so wild because I've been doing the 1975 covers since I was like 14, um, and like posting them on YouTube and whatever. Mm. And like some of them did quite well, but it was like never like I was could never dream of Matty seeing one I just was like I just want to do this because I love them and then I posted like the most random YouTube short of um all I need to hear one of the ones from the new album and like it literally had like a hundred views and Mm. one of them was Matty which was so wild because he then like he like screen recorded his YouTube shorts and put it on his Instagram story and obviously he didn't tag me or anything because it was like on YouTube Mm. and like I literally just like hadn't been on my phone and like my friends were like oh my god oh my god and the thing is like I guess it's not even in a like the clout of Matty Healy way but it's like literally this man has been my husband since yeah. I was 14 like do you know what I it's mean so like, true, though. It, it's this so man true. is mine like I claim him as mine yeah. and I was like wow okay and I just ran and like my face is on there and he put like sing it babe with like this emoji and I was like oh okay God. he called me babe the that ring is, is on the so finger cool. uh, I was so excited <clears throat> but but yeah, so that was a really cool moment for me as well. Yeah. Um, and then I managed to like nab some guest list to like this intimate for them show that they did like the following week, which was so fun. Wow. Um, and yeah, that was nice. It was that nice. Cool. <laughs> that is so cool. I'm just yeah, thinking about how, band. what that would be like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like freaking out, to be fair. I think. It just means a lot that, like, someone I've listened to for so long, like... Mm. Yeah, of course. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's still, like, it's very Matty because it's, like, still a cover of his song. But, Mm. like, equally, he's heard my voice and he's, like, took the time to, like, share it because he's like, oh, I like this. Yeah. Um, And I was just like, wow, like, you are a king. Yeah, he is (laughs) iconic, isn't he? He really is. That's so... And also, uh, was it Dylan and... Uh, Hugo from the Power Waves as well that you've had oh yeah oh my god (laughs) my teams are so funny the way they like send off different (laughs) names and I'm like oh okay I didn't mean I didn't mean to do that but um yeah no so I think with Dylan I think she just commented on one of my covers but it's really nice when that happens I mean like Sabrina Carpenter did that 
um on i like kind of did like a rewrite of um her nonsense song you know when she does i don't know if you've seen the videos she does like the outro at shows and she'll like change the lyrics each time i've, I've like, not seen it's so cool so like the outro of the song is like um how quickly can you take your clothes off pop quiz and then like the line after she'll like add so sh- if she's in like new york or something she's like new york city you are just the coolest it's like she'll just like do this little um yeah. thing but anyway i can't i kind of like did my own version and like rewrote it and um yeah she commented on that which was really sweet so it's like yeah i don't Ooh. know anyone that i'm like I love you. And you just don't really expect people to see stuff, to be honest, because I don't have like a crazy audience. It's mm. just like, they yeah. just, I don't know, you forget they do actually like scroll through things yeah, that yeah. they're on. Well, it's, so, meant, yeah. it's meant to be if they come across it, isn't it? So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love that for you. Um, so, your, what's your, um, what's your like process uh, to writing songs? Because I know it, it's like different for everybody. And you mentioned earlier that you just kind of put, put your voice note on and just record is that something like out of the blue like as soon as you get a lyric are you like oh I need to get that down now and then later come back to it or is it just different every time yeah I guess it is different a lot of the time I definitely like have loads of notes where like I'll be anywhere and it's not even like I'm hearing it as a melody I'm just hearing it as like an opening line or something mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel like my opening lines tend to be a bit like bold like <laughs> I think my therapist hates me it was like the first line of nobody loves me which was the first single we put out this year so yeah it's kind of like I'm pretty sure that was one where I was like I I genuinely thought that thought because I'd like skipped a session or something and I was like, I think my therapist hates me. And then I was like, oh, oh write so that funny. down. <laughs> so it's very that. And then like the next time I'm feeling like an emotion, I kind of, I'll look through my notes and I'm like, which one matches? And mm. then, yeah, I go with that. I open the voice note. I find that like any kind of pretty chords I'm playing, if they like sound like the right emotion or if it feels right, then I'm like, okay. And then I just start like whining over it. And like, mm. eventually the song is created um, or like most of it. And then I'll like work with some of my people, mm. um, like really talented co-writers that I work with, which is really fun as well. Cause I think that they help to like make sense of what I'm ranting mm. about. Um, and like, yeah, help me process it. They're like my therapists the ones that don't hit me <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um so you mentioned that you play guitar yeah yeah do you play any other instruments as well um I play a little bit of piano but I don't like to say that to people because I feel like if I'm saying it in a session they're like oh there's one here go ahead I'm like nope <laughs> no, no 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 because it's not yeah like I grew up playing guitar my dad was in a band he was like played guitar well like a oh, uni cool. band but still there was guitars in the house um yeah. so that's what I'm like I'm so comfortable it's like my little blanket yeah. but piano is not the same but it is really pretty so if I've like written something specific on piano then like I love mm. to like mess around and like, I did have like the Billie Eilish ukulele phase as well so yeah I, <laughs> I, I had a ukulele when I was younger actually it's still in the cupboard I haven't touched it since I was about yeah. eight <laughs> yeah mine I gave to my sister um the one who realigns actually written about um she's got learning disability but oh. she she literally she loves music and I was like oh I haven't touched this ukulele in ages let me give it to you and she threw it down the stairs 
Well, okay. <laughs> she was thankful. She was like, I love it. But I think she was so excited by like the noise. She was like thrashing and she just chucked it down the stairs. And now every time she's like, can I have a guitar? Can I have one of your guitars? I'm like, I'm not giving you this two grand guitar. No. <laughs> throw it down the stairs. Oh, that's so funny. Bless her. It's, it's cute though. The, she loves music. Con- contain the excitement. <laughs> I know. It was very punk rock of her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny um okay so let's let's move on to talk about your new single reline mm-hmm. so you mentioned this about your sister um yeah. tell me a bit more about that um yeah so my sister's got um learning disability and growing up was like wow she's two years older than me but I'm kind of like still the middle child because um you know she's got like additional needs and like she needed a lot more attention and stuff to like of course get through and give her the care she needs basically and um it was weird growing up like it was it was very crazy in this house and it was hard like people would be shouting all night long like she would be shouting my parents would be shouting she'd be like Mm. knocking on the walls and it was just yeah we didn't sleep much like my whole childhood I just remember being like a blur of sleep deprivation and like loud noises and yeah it was chaos um but this song specifically is about um the time when she first had to move out when I was 16 um she moved into like supported living because yeah she we just couldn't give her the care she needed and like it was like no one was happy you know and we were like there are people that know how to do this and that can like help us through it so um she moved only just up the road like still in Watford but it felt like a big big deal because I'd been used to this just chaos 24 7 and it was just sudden silence like she was gone and I was like oh my god like I was the younger child I was doing GCSEs at the time and I was like god this is my fault like I'm like a horrible sister and like I've kicked her out and she's confused and like you know just the awful like heartbreaking things when you just hear her like she's like trying to comprehend what's happening and she's like why I want to come home why and you're like oh Oh. like I can't but um there is a happy ending which is where we are now and she's got her own house and like I'm with her all the time like we see her all the time like she's so happy Um, But at that time, it was a really horrible, guilty feeling. And Mm. it was just, yeah, it was just one I couldn't cope with, to be honest. And I was, like, really wanting to, like, realign with her. But, like, her being away, like, this guilt, like, almost pushed us further away. Mm. Which is ironic, but I think that that does happen at times. Um, So, yeah, the song Realign was about realigning and, like, hoping that, again, it will be the same way it was without us always having to like live together forever because of course like siblings don't live together forever anyway but she's like my baby sister you know what I mean even though she's older than me but it's that vibe like yeah yeah that's that's crazy you don't realize like some of like the meanings behind songs really when you listen to it yourself do you and hearing that it's, it's not completely different to what I thought but I think the concept of it is, yeah, is beautiful, really. Thank um, you. That's okay. Um, so what was the process like to write that song? I can imagine that being quite emotional. Yeah. Mm. My God, I was hungover. Oh. I had coffee on an empty stomach. Not and then good. I and I rolled up to the studio. I'm pretty sure I had a UTI at the time as well. That's that's definitely too much information, but <laughs> It was it was not a good day, basically. We're honest here, it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I was, yeah, I, I came to the studio with uh, my friend Mikey Gormley, who I write with a lot, and then Stefan, who was producing. And we basically started from scratch. I didn't know I was going to write about my sister yet, but I was like feeling very jittery and anxious that day. And I was just like, oh God, something extreme is going to happen today. Mm. And then um, Stefan started playing this kind of loop thing which is like the intro of real ads like dun, 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 dun. and I was hearing it and I was just like oh my god like that makes me think of my sister and I realized at that time that I'd never written about it before because like some things I find too uncomfortable to write about like yeah. it's fun to like write hate songs but when it comes yeah. to like stuff it's hard um and I was like whoa like just hearing it made me think of her and I was like wow okay I know what's about to happen and like it was very stressful I was like trying really hard not to have a panic attack and like studios are small you know like it's cramped and it's intense and yeah and Mikey and Stefan were amazing like they were just like hugging me every five minutes mm. so like take a minute if you need a minute yeah and I basically just sat down and like ranted and Mikey was like quickly typing out what I was saying yeah and then I guess eventually we just like mapped it out and it all made sense and then I did very terrible demo vocal takes that my voice was shaking in because I was like this is too much oh bless you Um, but it felt like crazy like that was a day where I was like this is how I'm supposed to be writing like it's not it's not always going to be fun like this is what helps me to process things and like I felt like kind of a weight off of me almost like the guilt was like mildly alleviated and um yeah yeah I'm really proud of that song like I think everyone that I showed it afterwards like really connected with it and like um people on my team as well like my manager also has a sister with disability and like though and and yeah and the guy from my label that I work with closely has a daughter with disability so it's quite wild like how many people were kind of like latching onto it and of course my family were like sobbing at it (laughs) but of course yeah it was it felt like a song that I was like maybe I can like help people with yeah, this yeah know? literally I think I think so <laughs> yeah yeah so. um I really like the song as well by the way I think your voice is Thank amazing you. too and your Thank songwriting you so is is like the way you write is quite incredible oh thank you that's okay um <laughs> so what what is your favorite song that you've written um it could be one that's out it could be one that's not out yet wow that's a really hard question. <laughs> I've got you. I think, I think naturally it's always going to be one that's not out yet because I feel like I just latch on to like mm. more recent songs. Yeah, I get that. Um, there's a couple that are my favourites at the moment. Um, one's called Berlin mm. and um, it's about when I broke up with my ex in Berlin on holiday. Oh. <laughs> but I, I didn't intend to do it. Um, he was also an awful person. Right. And I well. kind of... I think it took a change of scenery for me to like pluck up the courage to be like, you, I can't do this. I yeah. cannot do this. Um, but it's also quite a dark song. I guess it kind of explores like the reasons that we should not have been together and the things that he did that were just not okay. Mm. Um, but it's got like really playful lyrics. So I like it because it kind of allowed me to like explore the darkness without being like really like edgy and like. Yeah. <laughs> so did you, like, did you say that that one was out? Or not yet. No, it's not, not, not out. yet. Not yet. It's not oh, out. It's I, I like listen. definitely gonna come out. But yeah, it's That's my favorite. Another one. I always play it at shows. Um, okay. And I feel like that's the one that people are also like, "When's that out?" Yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew. <laughs> but 
soon for sure and it 100 percent like on my life i will get that song out whatever i have to do <laughs> so mm. yeah 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 i love that okay kayla um, yeah. so what kind of artist do you see yourself as like as an individual not like anyone else like yourself what artist do you see yourself as um I don't know I think like the age I'm at is like one where I'm really like reflecting on my childhood a lot and I feel Mm -hmm. like a lot of people like I guess it's like this post-uni weirdness where you're like what am I doing why am I the way I am who am I (laughs) (laughs) I literally bought this like book yesterday and it says who am I and it's like the psychological exercises to further self-understanding thing but anyway um my music often is like this kind of mix and match of like dark stuff that's happened like childhood trauma and then also like the fun things that you're supposed to like explore as a kid and like Mm. the things I wear like the things I'm obsessed with like teddy bears and like fun Mm. like y2k stuff like the things I didn't get when I was a kid you know Mm. I'm kind of like re-exploring like the joys of being a child like through the music if that makes sense like Mm. the fun the fun aspect of it and the colors and everything but then actually you know when my songs are stripped back down you realize that it's just kind of this like thing about this damage and trauma that happened at that age so um so I think it's kind of fun though because what I guess for myself like selfishly I'm trying to like readdress my childhood and like put fun stuff back into it um Mm. but in general I think it also means that like even though the music's depressing like the shows can feel like a party and like Mm. feel fun and kiddie and like I make bracelets and I hand out like charm bracelets at like my shows and stuff that say like bum and poo head on them like you know what I mean so it's like yeah it comes full circle and it and it makes sense of like the way my writing is because I I'm never the kind of artist that's like I guess comfortable with just having a dark song and it being dark and sad and that's it like that's where it's left and mm. then like the cover art would be some kind of really sad thing like I don't like to like go that far with mm. the sadness I Put kind a of like to be like twist on it yeah I just want to like just give it like a bit of like a hello kitty emoji yeah. or something and just be like please don't be sad something like I know this is dramatic but yeah <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And it's that combo that I love and I think but I that, resonate with. That kind of gives like um your audience to say like, Yeah, I am sad. Like this is a sad song, but it's okay. It's also okay. Yeah. Like, cause, do you know what I mean? Like when you when yeah. you say like that, that's the idea I get. Like it is yeah. okay to to be sad I sometimes. The thing I go by is like sad clown mm. where it's like it is sad, but the amount of like tongue in cheek lyrics that are kind of like thrown in there, like I'm just like taking the mick 24 seven. And then like the next line is the most depressing thing you've ever heard. But it's kind of like you can be sad, but also like laugh at yourself for how dramatic you're being mm. about that. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, I guess it's like this nihilism thing of like, we're like literally meaningless and we're on this like floating rock and stuff. Mm. And I'm here like expressing this sadness, which of course we should all do. Yeah. But like, I guess it's nice to like take a moment and be like, this is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and just like also dance around to it. So have you yeah, got, have you got um, like a little example of that like from one of your songs anything that jumps out at you <laughs> when you say that um yeah to be fair I guess Berlin is probably a good example of it like mm. so some of the lyrics are really dark um 
is talking about Berlin and it's like made mistakes on repeat and treated me like crap and da da da. And then mm. like the chorus is like, I know I'll never see you again. They say all good things come to an end. Said I'm sorry, but I didn't mean it. Did you love me with your heart or your penis? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so, but then like if you heard how that was sung you would be like oh yeah. this is so depressing <laughs> so it's like a really weird oh thing. I can't wait for this one to come out <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun one that is so good okay so what what is the message that you want to give out with your music like in one sentence say what is the message Oh, okay. This is difficult. (laughs) I think it's probably just like whatever emotion you're feeling, like whatever is going on in your weird brain, like we're all unique and we're all annoying and suffering, but like you can still enjoy life. Like you definitely can, even though it's like so hard to imagine that. But like, I don't know, music for me has been a really good way to, like, find the fun again and find a way to express those emotions without just being like, oh, God, I'm really messed up. Mm. You're like, yeah, but in a fun way. (laughs) So I guess it's just, like, have some sad fun. Oh, I like that. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) You should use that, have some sad fun. Yeah. 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 Unless you have already used that. (laughs) I actually haven't, to be fair. I've never said that out loud, but it makes sense. No, I like it. I'm digging that one. <laughs> yeah. So that that brings us um, to my final question, which is what have you got coming up? And obviously you've mentioned Berlin is brewing. Um, but have you got any shows that you want to let us know about? Um, any other singles that you can tell us about that are coming out? Any EP Yeah, maybe? so... Um, so it's November now, isn't it? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So for Christmas, we're going to have a little break. I'm like currently going through all the Christmas songs and being like, I'm going to do a really sick, like full-blown professional cover of one of these nice. and like make it like my style. So that will be fun for, for Christmas for sure. Um, and then after that, uh, we're going to start putting the next tracks from the EP out. Um, and now we've got a few and like the order we're still kind of mucking around with. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one I mentioned before about um, the liar, the compulsive yes, liar, yep. um, that is called Pork Pies. And Ooh. that will definitely be coming out early next year and will be on the first EP. So that's that's a fun one as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I really do want like, I guess all of my songs are a little bit like fun and upbeat, but I really just want that one because it's so yeah. like fast and like crazy. Um, yeah. And I think it needs a bit of lightheartedness. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what's next for me. Um, okay. Shows and stuff I'm not allowed to say, but there are a few things mm-hmm. like pending. Um, and yeah, it's just fun. I'm definitely wanting to do like um, like an EP party when it comes out. And like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, have like pick yeah. a mix and bracelets and like pinatas. I love full of- that. Blood. Oh, that was creepy. <laughs> oh, maybe not blood. Something, something fun. Red confetti. Yeah, that'll do. That'll yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to follow you on something because I need to hear these songs when they come out. So <laughs> you're gonna get a little follow from me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Cool. Thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed it. No, thank you for having me. No worries. It's an absolute pleasure. So take care and hopefully I'll speak to you soon. Bye.
Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.